When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, podcast explorers. Welcome to Pit Chat, the podcast where we gather round toss in some hot topics, and let the flames of conversation burn bright. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wayne. And together, we're your hosts on this journey through the sizzling landscape of current events, sprinkled with a dash of mystery, a pinch of the unexplained, and a whole lot of fun. That's right, Michelle. We're not just here to talk about the everyday stuff. We're diving deep into the realms of the unknown, exploring UFO sightings, unraveling paranormal mysteries, and maybe even roasting a marshmallow or two along the way. So whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join us as we stoke the flames of curiosity and bring you the hottest takes on the coolest conspiracies. It's like sitting around a fire pit with your friends, but with a bit of extraterrestrial excitement. Each episode... We'll be serving up a blend of the latest headlines, intriguing stories, and a touch of the supernatural. From politics to pop culture, and from ghost to government secrets, we've got it all covered. And hey, if you've ever looked up at the night sky and wondered what's out there, or if you've ever felt a chill down your spine in a supposedly haunted place, you're in the right spot. So, grab a seat cozy up by the fire. And let's spark some conversation. This is Pit Chat, where the ordinary meets the extraordinary. Get ready for a wild ride down the rabbit hole. On an escalator. What's up, everyone? (laughs) Right, yeah. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to this Sunday evening of crazy shenanigans tonight. Man, we've got a great guest. This is a new topic we're exploring tonight, and I am so excited. So welcome to the show. We are live. It is February 18th, 2024. Thank you for joining us. Michelle, are you ready to just jump into this right now? Absolutely. So am I. All right. So let's bring in our guest. You may have seen him on a ton of other shows. I believe he was also like uh, in a travel channel uh, show at one point and he's done all kinds of things he's been on spaced out radio you name it he's done it and now he's here to teach us a little bit about remote viewing which is weird because i've already had some kind of images showing up that you know he said we we're gonna do this so i already had some things going on when i started thinking about this really strange so we'll see what happens so anyways let's bring him on it's sir brian Bowden. Brian. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how Thank are you guys? You. Thank you oh, for having man. me on. I, I, I was telling uh, Wayne in the back and Michelle that, um, yeah, I've been doing this. I've been doing the whole paranormal research, cryptid, uh, 
uh, mysterious beast type of stuff, boots on the ground for a long, long time. And um, I'm actually very honored when anybody wants to have me on. And that's what I do. You know, and if I can help people, I'm going to help them. So, well, the honor is all ours. And uh, we've had some little bit of conversation while we were planning getting you on here. And it's very awesome. And we're very happy to get you on here. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. And, you know, we want to, uh, I just want to start off on the thumbnail. You and I were talking before I even created the thumbnail and everything for the show. And you had mentioned something. <laughs> Here and, we go. And I know that, well, you know, this, this might interest some people. It may not, I, I don't know, but you basically said disclosure already happened. This Congress thing is a dog and pony show. Yeah. What do it, you mean by that? What is going on? What do you know that everybody should know about what's going on here? Okay. So um, the mysterious new phrase, oh, they're UAPs. That's just a, that's, that's the way the government wants to control the narrative. And UAPs are anything that is man-made reverse engineered or government-based. Not. UFOs, unidentified flying objects, traditionally have always been associated with beings either not of this this planet or not of the solar system, um, dimension, interdimensional. You know, that's what these things are. UAPs is just a nice, clever way to them to you know try to make it more palatable for everybody. But um, the UFO disclosure topic, and and I don't want to. I'm not here to piss people off by saying this, but it's the truth. We've already had disclosure. We had it on a global scale. It took place in 1977. And the man that was hired to debunk the whole UFO and aliens and extraterrestrials and interdimensionals program, Dr. Hynek, you know, the man, Project Blue Book, the whole thing. He was even there for the disclosure. It took place in 1977 with the release of the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen it and you're into this subject, go see this movie. Matter of fact, that movie begot E.T. And if you look at E.T. and look at what the description of some of these extraterrestrials are, I mean... It's not just the Whitley Strieber thing that, you know, the big eyes and, and what have you with communion. So in that movie, they're on um, a, a, a little, I mean, it's long, it's long gone. So if, if I ruin your, your movie, I apologize, but you can look it up. Um, they're on top of, of devil's tower. Yep. Which, yep. which by the way, if, Ooh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm on tree stump. That thing's a tree stump. It's not a tower. It's an actually a tree. And there are other ones. If you really look at these things, they were once trees. That's just my two cents. We'll bypass on that. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're trying to connect. They had, they're bringing in this mothercraft. The mothercraft comes in. This is all information of like a legitimate event. Uh, the interaction between extraterrestrials and the U S government. And when the craft opens up and these ETs start coming out, the guy that comes forward and the camera goes right up to him is Dr. Hynek and he pulls his, his pipe out and he, all he has to do is look. And he's looking at this craft. 
that was disclosure. That was the best way to say to the world, we are visiting, being visited by extraterrestrials. We are um, having some interactions with ex- extraterrestrials and we're, we're swapping people and, and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's disclosure. The thing today is, and, and I get it because growing up, having a, you know, be, believing in all these things, and I don't know why my printer just went on, paranormal right there. Uh, no one's printing anything that I'm aware of. Um, a lot of people want that I told you so moment. A lot of people that have been ridiculed, like, I saw it, it's there. And then they're wearing the tin, you know, people, oh, you're wearing a tinfoil hat. No, they want that moment of I told you so, okay? That's not going to come from a government. There will be disclosure. There's a gentleman named Cliff High, very smart. He does regression work and with computers and meta metadata. And he even said that 2024, There, I mean, his information is pointing out, hey, Dan, that there will be real disclosure, more disclosure as extraterrestrials will make their presence known this year. And he said at one point, someone was roughly talking about April. I don't know if it was the 8th or the 4th of this year. Not that far away. Um, but, I mean, well, we got his time. We'll see. But that is truly when real true disclosure will come. When they land and they're like, yeah, what's up? We're here. You know, we're going to go get some McDonald's. And then, you know, that's when it's going to come. If you're waiting for the United States government to tell you that they've been reverse engineering craft since the 50s and 40s um, and our technology is a minimum of 200 years ahead of everybody on this planet ain't going to happen look at the conflicts i wouldn't do it as president i would not reveal what we had because there are way too many and i I hate to say it enemies in this world that we can't do that you know so that's why i say you know and I think I piss like, you know, every time I go on a uh, spaced out radio or whatever, I'm the guy that's like, it already happened. What are we wasting our time with this for? Right. <laughs> and then on top of that, if, you, if you're if you watching everything that's going on, Lou, uh, you know, Elizano, and I appreciate what that man did as well as every man and woman who worked for a government and, you know, the military and protecting and defending us and whatever. But if you understand what he does for a living, how can you believe this man? He deceives people for a living. And how does somebody who no longer works for the government keep their security clearance and then reveal all these things? Come on. I mean, wake up. You know yeah. what? Yeah. It's so on top of that, the Tic Tac video on the Nimitz, I saw that years prior. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It Before it was like a big thing. I'm like, this is old news. What the heck is this? So that's why I say what I say. Now, Close Encounters, didn't that have a character that was modeled also off of like Jacques Vallée as well? Yes. The French scientist. It's been, I was seven exactly. years old when that came out. And so yeah. I'm, I'm struggling to remember. <laughs> no, no, it does. I mean, I have a, a when I do a presentation, I do a lot of uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind you know, CE5s where we use our consciousness to bring craft in. And I've, every one of them I've done, I've brought craft in. Um, and it depends on the, the crowd. If the all, everybody in the crowd is really into it and they're serious and they really want to make contact, they'll get close. 
There was an event I did in Pine Bush. I was tired. I didn't want to. It was a whole day. Pine Bush is in New York State. It is the East Coast, Roswell. I mean, it's it is the hub where it's actually where Whitley Strieber um pretty much had his communion experience. Right. And I we, you know, we were there doing um we did like three hour presentations, three one hour presentations, three half an hour presentations, and like 15 minute presentations. We were there so like 4 35 in the morning. I was exhausted. My buddy Al, who was there, was exhausted. I really I just wanted to go home. We both did. But I'm waiting outside the the area where the, the last speakers are speaking, you know, Mark D'Antonio and a couple other people who are friends of mine. And I met this mother daughter that came up. Hi, is this where the CE5 is? And I'm like, no, it's it's going to be taking place elsewhere. Oh, we, this is what we came for. Hmm. And I'm a nice guy, so I, I didn't want to disappoint them. So I said, just follow us. We'll, we'll take you there. And when we got there to this field, which is near the, it's like an athletic area. So there's like a baseball field, a couple of, you know, acres away from us. You can kind of right. see we're on top of a hill. And then if you go down another side of the hill, there's a soccer field and a pavilion, whatever. So they put us on this huge strip of land, a bunch of acres wide and really long. And there was like one or two houses there. And when I got there, there was almost 80 people there, men, women, and children. Wow. Then we get a phone call from Mark D'Antonio like, where are you guys? I'm like, Alice Court. I'm like, yeah, we're sending a couple more over. And this other guy, Bill, called my buddy. They're sending. So we had about 130, 140 people there. And later on, I found out the chief of police was there. But he, and I brought them, you know, I had to do a guided meditation. I said, this is what our purpose is. It was beautiful skies. We knew that the air traffic was way on the distance where these mountains were about 20 miles out. And I got all these people like, okay, and it was an exciting day, but let's kind of focus. And what you do is you use your mind to send out a message. We want to have an interaction or experience with you. We don't want to hurt you. We don't want to get hurt. We just want to make your presence known. And we started doing it. And then I heard what sounded like hooting and hollering. And it's a small town. So five o'clock, this place shuts down in upstate right. New York. And I guess if I was a teenager in that town, I'd be drinking too in the park. <laughs> you know? Like that's what we'd be doing. And I was turning to my left to my buddy Al to say, do you hear that hooting and hollering? Because it sounded like hooting, like an owl. And this other guy goes, yeah, do you hear that owl? And I said, yeah, I was just about to say that. And the next, you know, boom, right over above our heads. No more than a hundred, you know, I was going to say 150 feet. It's a 15 story building is a ginormous craft acres wide jet like gunmetal black and in the center is this do white dome light and you can see it's like led bright so like i have an led on right now i can look at that led it's still bright but it doesn't mess with your eyes correct and you can see the outline like the hexagonal outline of this huge dome and we're like everybody's like in awe and i will tell you because i'm going to be who I am, even I was blown away by this. Because even though you go out looking for these things, you don't always get them. And when you do get them, you're like, uh, holy crap. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my God. And we're signaling it. It singles back. My buddy's doing like a, a Morse code. It mimics it. No like, way. I swear to God. Um, it mimics it. And I say, can you, and I say it out loud. I said, thank you for coming. 
can you please go out to the mountains out there and then do some maneuvers with your craft so we can watch you do it? Boom. Leaves. You see this light like a star going out 20 miles to the mountains. And then it starts going really fast to the left, 90 degrees up, right back down in an angle. I mean, two seconds, boom, boom, boom. Then it comes back and we're like, oh, thank you very much. And then it disappears. And we're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Can you come back a little bit more one more time? And it comes back. We signal it again with a flash. Some people using flashlight. My buddy Al's using a laser. It signals back. And we say, thank you very much. We, you know, thank you for this, this wonderful experience. And then gone. Wow. And what, here's where this is. This is where it all sucks, folks. I was being interviewed by German TV no more than 15 minutes before that craft came. And I told him, I said, you may want to stay here because we're doing a, a close. I explained it to him. This guy was like, I'm done. They hired me. I came up. I'm out. And then, you know, I mean, and like the next day, the town um, executive that, that takes care of like these type of events, she's like, what the hell did you guys do? <laughs> we're getting phone calls off the hook. Yeah. I actually brought my oldest daughter to one during the COVID days. Um, they did one. There's only 80 people. And we had these two crafts that came up on the side. And you could see them. One started as three three pinpoints. And it would go in and out like this. And, and then it, a fourth one came. And it kind of like, you know, would make a shape. But there was this one woman that was really obnoxious. Come on, tell me the UFOs. The, you know, didn't take it seriously. And later on, I found out like half the people around her were going to kill her. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you doing? And these things would have come closer had she not been there. But we do have some, you know, uh, my daughter did take some photos. He was in awe. I kind of got like, like, you know, brownie points with my, my daughter. It was nice. Right. Spending, you know, he was like, oh my God, dad really did this, you know? So it was good. But yeah, that's, that's. That's what we do, disclosure-wise. Well, you, you mentioned J. Allen Hynek, and here in Michigan, yeah. we have a pretty dark past with J. Allen Hynek, thanks to the 1966 UFO Michigan flap that was going on here that he showed up and towed the Air Force line of, you know, swamp gas, right? And yeah, But then it was shortly after that where he had his conversion. <laughs> As someone in chat said, you know, he joined us on the dark side, you yeah, know? You know you know what? He couldn't prove it wrong. Everything he did proved it right. It was real. Yep. And and that, you know, but you got to understand something in the government and when you work for the government, you got to toe the line. Otherwise, you have problems. And I don't know is, you know, back in the day, they'd threaten your pension and the, they'd threaten, you know, hey, you got to oh, lose yeah. your job. You know, you can threaten your pension or uh, we'll kill you or something like that. Now, what they do is if the government or these people want you to stop talking, they warn you and they tell you, look, you better stop. You're going to have a problem. And then what they do is they plant stuff on your computers and they get you for like uh, pedophilia or some other mm -hmm. thing like that. Um, Stan Romanek is a, a, a gentleman that had multiple abductions he had pictures of, of aliens coming, peeking into his window. 
he had a fifth grade math and science education, yet he discovered element 115 decades before they did. Um, he drew, you've seen some of his drawings, and he got pretty much railroaded down, you know, in the court. And he wouldn't yep. shut up because he was fighting him. He was tired of it. I mean, he always had his house ransacked. Um, and, you know, uh, it, it just just to piggyback off of that, I was watching one of my favorite podcasters on YouTube, jo uh, Julian Dory, and he had right. a gentleman on there who was a uh, he it was a second time on there, and he was a former special forces, but CIA basically a a snatch and grab guy for the CIA. He never was in combat he was in the marines right. and then he went into the army he was never in combat while he was part of those military forces he became a special forces operator in the army and then he left and then the cia grabbed him up and put him in something called ground branch which is a cia off the books there's about a hundred of these guys <laughs> that go around and figure. kidnap people and stuff well he pissed somebody off one person and they started a campaign against him yes, online they and you want to talk about the government just eating their own because of the narcissist and the egomaniacs and things that you have in those positions and it was fascinating to listen all the way uh, they were doing stuff all the way to like taking a picture of a very attractive naked woman and then photoshopping his face on the body and then sending it out to like everybody because they were saying he used to be a woman. You know, they were, I mean, they were they really will, working it. Yeah. They'll go to any length to shut yeah. you up. And yeah. that's why like, you know, I have friends that do stuff and family members that, you know, whatever, aging, mm -hmm. you know, governments, whatever. And uh, I've been to a party for a friend of mine. It was like a housewarming party. And he called over one of the friends, come here again, tell him what you do. This guy looked like Santa Claus. He was the nicest guy in the, everybody was really, really nice, normal people. And he goes, oh, I'm a knock. I'm like, what? Was I go, I infiltrate companies, I steal stuff. And it looks like grandpa, it looks like Santa Claus. Yep. This is how the government works. Now, it works in our favor because it protects us from X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, and but it's also pretty scary what they can do. Matter of fact, when when Governor Jesse Ventura got yes. uh, one, they brought him downstairs into in the Capitol building and he said there were 40 people that look like you and me. They're all they're all CIA. Yeah. He goes, that scared the hell out of me. And he worked for the government, you know, Navy SEAL, the whole thing. Yeah. So I I've gotten, you know, in some of these paranormal things, I've gotten text messages and my you know, I'll get a phone call, I'll get a text message, and the numbers are all zeros. And the caller ID may be like one time I actually had a call. Um I got somebody who was a bill not a bill collector what it was a debt collector or they were looking for this other person with my same name he was formerly in texas he came up i'm like i don't know what you're talking about and he was threatening me and he said that he was u.s marshals don't make us come out there whatever i'm like i i, I told him i said sir i said i have family member that are feds and they don't like when you you know imprint 
impersonate them. I would be very, oh, you're telling me I'm the U.S., whatever. So idiot was calling me from his cell phone. So I copied the number down. I contacted the U.S. Marshals out of New York State, put in a complaint, and I get a phone call. It's all zeros, right? Zero, 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 and then four more zeros. And it says U.S. Marshals, Southern District, New York State. And I get on the phone and I'm, I'm listening, you know, I'm talking to um, Detective Benedetti. And I'm like, well, well, what happened? I said, well, this guy's threatening me. It's not me. I know from other family members that work in government, you guys don't really like it when people, in, in, you know, pretend to be you. He goes, yeah, we, we don't. And he goes, if he calls back again, let me know. He won't be making another call after that. Never call back. They contacted him and they pretty much, don't you dare do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I mean, it's, I, I don't do things that are abusive. I have had people saying, you know, why don't you go to S4 and remote view it? No, I'm good. Because if I'm remote viewing it, and I will tell you, they have remote viewers that are protecting it. Really? Yes. And How in the hell does that work? It's the exact same principle as me sitting here and, you know, meditating and concentrating on the subject that I want, a target, be it something I want. Like every every summer I do a remote view zero to 18 months. I said, show me what's going to happen zero to 18 months. And it's a free flowing. I let it go. I don't guide it. I don't ask questions. Now I, I can guide it. I need more information. They'll go deeper. Um, I've been in, I've been, there's certain individuals in this world. A lot of children can see you if you remote view into someone's home. They just see you because they're more open. They use, and women, you guys are the best because you use two hemispheres of your brain. It's very important. If you're a math, science or artistic you know music artist person male you use two hemispheres holy everybody crap. else yeah <laughs> men men just use one what am i michelle a musician and a science teacher of earth and space science yep i i'm a i'm a musician i'm an artist um i i didn't teach science but i i mean you know i know about this is how i started i love science we had a planetarium in my 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 elementary school i mean like Yep. You know, in search of monster movies, you know, this is how it all starts, right? It's the, it's the drug that gets you to, um, I'm a paranormal investigator, like, you know. Is whatever. that how you got pulled into this? Oh, yeah. I've, but you know what? It's really weird. Even if I think back, I've always been interested in this. I've always been questioning. I've always been thinking. You know, I saw Bigfoot on the TV and everything for Bigfoot, for me, Pacific Northwest, you know, in search of. That Leonard Nimoy with the turtleneck, nobody oh. looks good in the turtleneck. Not one human being looks good in the turtleneck. Correct. Okay. But they would show you the Patterson, you know, film and whoop, there it is, you know, Loch Ness Monster. Now, my dad worked for Y World Photos um, in New York. So I would ask him, do you have any Bigfoot photos? And all these, those pictures that you would see, he'd give it to me. So me with the kid, like, look what my dad gave me, you know, and it's a picture of, all the different footprints for Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster, the classic one, that black one with the Nessie. Oh, yeah. uh, there is a pyramid in Alaska. It's it's very large. Sorry, I've remote viewed that. Um, there is a pyramid in Alaska. 
It is extremely large. It's almost as large as Manhattan Island, if not bigger. The outside is covered in, in like a, an obsidian a stone. It's very black, but you, if you go up to it, you can see through it. It's like sheer if you get closer. And there are certain windows in it that look like glass. Okay. And just for people that are listening to this show later, we had somebody in chat ask, uh, they would like to know if the rumored alien pyramid slash base in Alaska does exist. And that brings up a question I have. What about this? And I've been fascinated for a very long time with Antarctica. And I don't know why, but I've been listening and trying to learn more about Antarctica and the things they're finding from a scientific level, like, uh, you know, tropical plants down in the ice and something moved Antarctica extremely fast and froze it. So, uh, Brian, what is your take on this thing? So we're close in age. And I remember growing up, we didn't have Google or any of this crap here. And, and just because you have the internet, don't always trust it because it can be edited. Just know that for whatever narrative. Um, I remember looking in the public library at books and I, you know, A, B, you, you spend some time there. I remember looking in the encyclopedia and seeing stuff about uh, Antarctica. And I saw um, what looked like ruins from previous civilizations. I seen arches like a Roman arch and, and um, all the different types of columns, you know, Ionic, Doric, Corinthian, uh i've seen you know uh, pyramid structures and it wasn't always it's not all covered in ice or snow and then these these must have been really old um encyclopedias well it was expensive back then to get a set you know oh yeah talking about oh, yeah. a couple hundred bucks and that's equivalent to a couple thousand dollars to get a, a set of books people would be like yeah no you know um and then they had the the um Antarctica Treaty in the 50s, I think 54 or 55. And then after that, everything about Antarctica was, shh, be quiet. I believe that um, there is a civilization there. I believe there are extraterrestrials there. I believe there is craft that are, is like ginormous, like miles long and wide and high that are there. And underground bases, um, you name it. And there's a reason why there is, they do not let you go anywhere near there because if you knew what was really going on and what existed there, and there were also other creatures there, like uh, there was one guy who was describing things that looked like a spider, but with spikes and it would hunt at night. You're not allowed to go out in Antarctica after a certain point in time. And it's not because it's really cold. It's because you're going to be hunted down. Um, and so if you was knew Ad Admiral Byrd that went down there with the fleet oh, yeah. that just got trashed, but they thought they found a entrance into a like, inner, inner inner earth. earth, inner earth. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. There was a, there was a, there was a fight. There was also a couple other military personnel that went in and got their asses whooped yeah. in a firefight. I mean, a lot of military got in there and they were just like, boom, 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 picked off. And so whoever or whatever is there does not want you there. And I guess the people that go there and have the summits 
they must have made of some kind of arrangement or an agreement like listen we just represent the other side we won't let anybody hear and they do what they do when they do it um there's rumors that the nazis may have been in, in you know in one of those bases or the glock the glock is the bell yep somebody had just mentioned that yeah yep. um so what's really interesting so Warner von braun who is the godfather of rockets yep. and we took an operation paperclip he was the one that got us to the moon in the 60s there was a there was a, a person an, an investigator went to go interview him they wanted to interview von braun but he you know they they could never arrange it or something like that so they were they were there interviewing some stuff at nasa and von braun walked in they said i've been trying to interview you forever he goes well i'm going to lunch jo join me so they went to lunch and the reporter and i'm kind of paraphrasing there said you know you guys were so close to winning this war you were like seconds away you had all this great technology he's like yeah we did and he goes where did you get this this information technology from and without missing a beat von braun went you got it from them who do you think yeah. them is so there is a video online and you can see it and everybody goes oh that's photoshop whatever i don't believe it's photoshop it is of the glock and it's chained up and it's moving and just when the war ended it was the end of the war in 40, whatever, six or whatever it was. Over 270,000 Nazis disappeared from this planet. And the rumor is they all went in the Glock and they went someplace. Wow. Yeah. So, now, yeah. Have you done any remote viewing down there to see what's going Are on? Antarctica? Down there? Yeah. I've done some of it with the pyramid. There's a lot, there's another pyramid that's, there's a couple of pyramids that are there. And I believe there is a connection for pyramid to pyramid. And I also believe, because I've seen what looks like kind of like tunnels underground. And I think they connect this. I think every point on this earth, there's multiple tunnels and they do connect with each other. Um, and that's been here built by whatever species or whatever was here. Then you have the human people, deep state, whatever you want to call it, creating these type of tunnels or deep underground military bases. And they have the ability to travel from literally from here to Rome in what, 15, 20 minutes. It is a high speed train. It's perfect. There's roadways. It's everything you ever thought of. And they've been using it. Now, and there's been a couple of instances where they have gone down to dig a tunnel and they've come up on, on a couple of extraterrestrials and there have been firefights. Yeah. Now, isn't that pyramid, the large one down there in Antarctica, isn't that thing like two kilometers by two kilometers? Easy. Or some insane. It's bigger. It's probably bigger than that. So the the the, the black pyramid in in alaska which would be the center of the alaskan triangle it's where it is it's what, why all these things start disappearing that's bigger than manhattan island the island of manhattan but it's underground if if you if you were to melt all that snow and ice and there's another one just just the same thing and 
another one in Alaska. If you melt all the snow and ice, this thing would be so large, you just you couldn't even fathom how big this thing is. Like, um, I was trying to draw it, but I couldn't even get to the point. Like, if you put it on a piece of paper, you would just be a little speck in relationship to what this is. And when I when I viewed it, I viewed it as if the snow wasn't there. There was there was wild grass and you know animals, and then I was able to look into it because there's certain windows that are that exist where the um, obsidian is thinner. Like it's, I think it's it's um, the material that they use to make it. I'm calling it you know snowflake obsidian. I think it's a natural material, and the other stuff may be sheer crystal or fortified crystal, big sheets of it. And you could see in it, and you can see different transportation type of lines, like like a highway crisscrossing. And I was just like, "What the hell is this?" You know. And I've yeah. seen that. I've seen the one in Alaska. There are other little mini pyramids there. If you've noticed that a lot of these cultures around the globe, over time, have adopted things that the Egyptians were famous for, but they they weren't the first ones to do it. So you got the the the, the great pyramids in in Egypt, Giza, and then you have um, pyramids all throughout uh, North and South America by the um the Aztecs the Mayans you know whatever you have pyramids in you don't necessarily have pyramids but you have some earth mound structures that look a little bit like earth pyramids all throughout the world and i thoroughly believe the grand canyon um had pyramids in it as well as a sphinx and a couple other things there's a great photo that has gone around and it looked if you look at a picture of the Sphinx in front of one of the, the Great Pyramid. It looks exactly like that. Ex well, you can see it. It's not. It's there's no such thing as coincidences in this lifetime. None. Some people get it. Some people don't. You know. Beholding, <laughs> yeah, boom, and all that stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at uh, some of the comments, but yeah, I've seen that too. Um, one of the coolest things is um, when you go into, I got into remote viewing. I used to do, I used to look up and say, you know, there's something about up there that I wanted to be there. Not that I'm from there. I just had this thing. I'd love to. And at one point I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to have a UFO. You can travel wherever you want, whatever. I don't need to be on a UFO. Okay. These, these individuals, I'm different. I don't believe. Okay, I'm not really big on the Galactic Federation, to be honest. Right. I don't believe there's like 17 or, you know, 300 different looking ETs out there going, all right, before we discuss Earth, uh, who wants Italian and who wants Chinese hands? <laughs> you know, I just don't, I don't see it. Um, right. <clears throat> there are, I was talking to a great guy to, um, I, I got to get his book. It's His name is Derek Tyler. He's been abducted numerous times. He has a book out. I think it's Alien Abduction and Inconvenient Truth. It's on Amazon. I don't scare easily at all unless you tell me it's a girl. <laughs> and I'm like, no more. No more. Please. I've got three of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So do I got two. Um, that I don't, but I read three of 
he he told me before he came on my show when I was doing Nobo Boomy and and um um and into the Goblin Universe with Ron Murphy, the crypto guru, um, did read that. So I read these three chapters. I was like, oh my god. And um, so you know, I, I mean, that it's a good book. Go go get it with Derek Tyler. But um, when I started doing this. I always knew, you know, I, I used to, when I was in high school, I went to high school in New York City. So I had to take a, a bus from New York City back to where I lived in the Bronx. It was boring. So I go on the back of the bus and it's not like a standard like city bus. It was like a private bus, but it was owned by the city, whatever it was. Paid out, always had to pay more. So I go to the back of the bus, sit in the back. And then when people would come on, this is how I first started doing it. I'd look at, I'd stare at somebody that got on the bus and I go in my head, turn around, turn around. Come on, you, you can turn around, turn around, say hi. I'm doing it in my mind. I'm focusing on that person. And nine out of 10 times, you'll get somebody just really sheepishly kind of like looks back. And then every once in a blue moon, you get somebody that just turns around and looks at you like cut the crap. Because they're picking that up real quick, mm -hmm. and they don't—they may not even know that they're they're using that ability, but they're probably pretty tight psychically, you know. And everybody, I'm going to tell you all, everybody has the ability to do these things. It starts with your pineal gland, and right here, and the two crystals that are in there. Stop. You you know you can use the fluoride, but you want to decalcify that so that the there's two crystals in there and when they vibrate, what it's supposed to do is that ability to connect to the Akash records or God as well and communicate. You can communicate to, to God up above, whoever you want to call them, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, whatever. You're supposed to be able to do this. So if you want to decalcify that, um, you need a, um, iodine. You can eat a lot of fish or you can take iodine supplements. And that'll decalcify it. So I just been doing these things. And then when I joined with my buddy in Bronxville Paranormal Society, we went on an investigation of um, this 28,000 acre mental institution, um, uh, Letchworth Village. And it was me and my buddy Al and a whole bunch of us that we met in another group, like, you know, like a UFO group that meets once a month. And he had our psychic for the group look into, you know, analyze each one of us to see if we're okay to go or not. Because when you go on a paranormal investigation, you can get hurt. Okay. You know, if you go by yourself, woods are dangerous. There's a lot more in the woods, but animals, there's other things that are there that may get you too. So you always want to go with two people as a backup. So we did the investigation. We go out to eat at a diner afterwards. And he says, yeah, I had Cindy. Um, you know, check each one of you out. And he said, you guys were good. And then he turned to my, you know, one of our friends, Paul and goes, she got a tingle with you, which means that you're open to, you know, paranormal and more stuff, you know, like you're on the verge of your abilities. And then Al goes, and then she got to you and fell off her chair. Um, and I said, Oh really? He goes, yeah, she, she got blown away. She said that you have a lot of abilities, even some she doesn't but you keep your walls up. 
And I said, damn straight. I'm from New York City. Of course, I have my walls up and a club, <laughs> you know, right? So I asked to, to talk to her and, to, to you know, I didn't want to open a Pandora's box. He lied to me, by the way. It is a Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. And then we talked about grounding and how to ground yourself. You imagine, you know, um, roots coming out and wrapping around your legs to keep you on earth and things to do and things not to do. And I, I always, you know, I said, Oh, well, I have a remote view. I can be in one place and go to another place and see it and whatever. And she, in her thick uh, Arkansas acting, you're sagging like me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a remote viewer. And she kept doing it. She goes, call what you want, but you're psychic. I'm psychic like her too, but I do remote viewing. And basically to explain remote viewing to everybody is to be able to physically be in one place or space right here, like we are now. Yep. There you go. That's Thank what you, you Kelly. want. You want more of those YouTube members. <laughs> Thank you for becoming a member and joining the pit crew. There you go. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> hold my cards. <laughs> Um, so when you, when you are a remote viewer, the way it was kind of like how the military started doing it is they were looking into, they would, they want to do double blinds. So they don't want you to know where your target is or what you're looking at. So sometimes right. they'll give you a coordinate or they'll give you an envelope and just a blank envelope that you're seeing, but there's something in there. And then they had you kind of focus on it, meditate you know, focus using your mind. Some people would close their eyes and they'd start to see things and then they write them down and someone guides them and they write them down. Go left, go right. That's what remote viewing is. I do this naturally. I don't follow the military code or what you would find in the Monroe Institute in Virginia, right? Which I probably should go, but why, why pay for something you're already doing? <laughs> right. You know, um, and so what I do is, when I want to remote view things, most of the time we're helping people. So I had a, a, a fraternal brother that went missing and I was worried because he was having a tough situation. So I was talking to another brother and he, he like, Eric's, we don't know where Eric is. And I said, if he doesn't get in contact with us in the next 24 hours, I'm going to go in and remote view him. So my buddy Pat goes, sure, go ahead. I wouldn't hear from him. I sat down in the chair I'm in. I closed my eyes. And I focused on him. And in the process of focusing on him, I you start to see things in your brain, your mind's eye. And you can travel in it. And that's how it works. And basically, your mind's eye is the following. If I said the number 44 to you, most of you can see the number 44 in your head. Can you not? Okay, if I said, um, if I said, a, a pizza pie, you know, pizza. You can see a pizza in your head. If I said a pizza oven with like a guy there with it, you start seeing it because you've seen it before. You know what it is. You know what it is. If I said that the smell of coffee in the morning, can you can you smell that? I can smell it. This is your mind's eye, and this is what you know it as if it's your own information you've experienced your whole life. This is how remote viewing works. When you when you get get all the kids distracted, get away from me. You know, especially with daughters, I have them. You know, no, leave me alone. Um, 
you sit there and you concentrate and you focus on your target. This was Eric at one point. And when I did it, I started seeing in my mind's eye, I was in a hospital room. I kind of saw the morgue at one point and like a bed, like with a sheet around it, felt like an emergency situation. And I was like, oh my God, I hope this guy's not dead. And it was cold and it was, you can see that weird lighting they had, you know, the fluorescent tube lighting. It's yep. changed a bit, but you you know where you know you're in a hospital. There was some smells that were like not really attractive, what I've gotten in hospitals before. And I see somebody, I all I see is somebody handcuffed in in a in an outfit, a gown, handcuffed to the railing of a bed. But I also see this morgue. So I and then I see them getting medicine. And I go, I call my buddy Pat and I go, Pat. I'm seeing a morgue and I'm seeing someone handcuffed to a bed getting medicine. And I don't know which one it is. And, but I'm worried. And lo and behold, he goes, well, I'll, I'm, I'm going to go take a look. No more than six hours after I told him when I, I told him Eric was found. He was under arrest. He was chained to the bed in a hospital bed, which happened to be next to the morgue. And he was being fed med meds because he lost his medication in some kind of alter altercation where he was. I couldn't, you know, if, if I really sat there, cause I was going to say, you may want to check the hospitals for him. That's what I was going with. Like, you know, and we were at the point where we're going to, and my buddy Pat goes, Oh my God, you were spot on. <laughs> and he told me everything. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. So that's how it worked for me. But one of the things I did prior to that is I was part of this meetup group that was UFO alien based. It was a place where all these people can come out. Picture being part of a real X-Files. Like you ever see that when they're, they're talking therapy with everybody? That's what it was like. And you really don't need the therapy, but some people do. <laughs> so I wanted, I wanted to do a remote viewer up in Hastings, New York. And I said, let's do it outside. And it was outside. You can see the Hudson, Henry Hudson Bridge, like 25 miles down. Um, I mean, the George Washington Bridge, 25 miles on the Hudson River. Beautiful place. We had a whole bunch of people. And they were listening to the Stephen Greer protocols. Right? I can't stand Stephen Greer. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like him. I call it the cult of Greer. These people defend him left and right, and they spend $400 for an app. You don't need it. You don't need it. He's another one like Lou Elizondo. How does a, an emergency room doctor, right? How does an emergency room doctor, who's a nobody, brief presence of the United States, because he's not a nobody and he's not an emergency room doctor, he's CIA or NSA. Get it? Yeah. So we're listening to this protocol. So what I do is I pop on my binaural beats and I'm listening to the theta waves or whatever, just to get his drony voice out. And I start, you know, drifting away a bit and I'm pu being pulled from the planet. And I actually see myself going up into space. I see the, the map of the earth getting, you know, smaller and smaller. And the next thing I look up and I'm in a craft and I'm hovering above the earth on the east coast roughly to the left of the panhandle of florida and i could see the whole you know the united states and 
I'm in this craft. There are three tiers behind me, three rows. It looks like a telethon type of setup. You know, you have a row, people, three, three entities there, row, three entities, row, three entities. To the right of us is a ginormous being that looks like Thor, a Nordic alien. And I'm in the first row and I'm looking out this window that's there in front of me. And I get up and I go over to the window and I am physically in a body of a gray extraterrestrial. And I'm like, holy crap. To the point where I'm like touching my face and I'm opening my mouth and mouthing and I can see my mouth move and the little teeth that's in there. I can see the pores in my, my skin and my eyes are widened. And then I notice in the glass, I can see behind me. I do this all the time. And they're all like this, looking at me like, what the hell is, you know, Bob doing? And I turn around, even the Nordic guy, and I turn around and I go, there are people down there. They want to see us. We need to go down there. And I tell them they're in Hastings, New York. And in an instant, I go back to the seat that I'm there. I'm still like blown away what I'm seeing on the opposite. So it's us in this chairs, the Nordic guy, and then another under the craft the other way. I beam from that craft into another craft and I literally can see the craft, you know, like we're opposites, like two ships and we start descending and we start going straight down. You don't feel any of the, like, you know, like, like an elevator. I don't do roller coasters. The biggest roller coaster I ever did was get married. That's a roller coaster. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you can actually see the earth kind of building up, building up, building up. And we see New York and we're going there and we get out on the Hudson River by the, the George Washington Bridge. And instantaneously, I'm back in Hastings. And I said, they're here. They're going to be down there. They're down there right now. They heard your message and they're going to come over. And, and there's like six other, you know, there's about 15 people there, but six of them go, where? I said, right over there to the left of the bridge. And I point to it. And I said, can you give us give us a, a burst or something? <clears throat> burst of light comes. Looks like a helicopter. Oh, that's a helicopter. And then it goes, whoop, as soon as they burst. And then I know I'm kind of connected to where I am right there and to this craft. And I know they're going to come up. And I go, they're going to come up right over here. And sure enough, boom, they appeared there. They burst. And I said, they're going to the left now. And there are six people seeing this. And my buddy, Al, who was normally there, he wasn't there that time. He didn't believe a word I said. I said, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I tell exactly like I'm telling you. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought it was BS. He talked to every one of them. He goes, Brian said it was there. Boom, it burst. It, it was there. And then it went there and then it there. And then I also told him, I said, take a picture of my shoulder right over my shoulder. When he did come the next time. And sure enough, he took a picture and he got a craft behind my head. So that was the weirdest one, seeing me myself as an as an extraterrestrial. And I didn't know, I don't understand the concept of where that extraterrestrial went. But if it's an EBE, which stands for an extraterrestrial biological entity, a clone, it doesn't necessarily have the ability to have a, it doesn't have a soul in it. It's just a clone. So, and some clones you can jump in out of, and they do that, some of them. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But that's, that's what basically it is. Um, you focus on something and you go there and in your mind. And as you keep doing this, like one of the things I did, I told you you can get caught. And I'm going to go into that. Okay. <laughs> we, yeah, we Somebody did ask that question. Let me throw it yeah. up right now because I was going to hold the question toward the yeah. end of the show. But can the government follow you and find out if they uh, find out if they discover you remote viewing in restricted locations? And we kind of talked about that. I know who you are. Here's the thing, when you remote view and you connect to source and all the information, you technically see things past, present, and future because past, present, and future operate at the same space. That's why you can see things. That's why psychics see things. They see things past and present and future, depending on how good they are with it. And um, so I'll give, yes, they will know who you are and they will go and they'll let you know if you're getting too close, they'll try to stop you and they can throw up walls to stop you. It's very Harry Potter-esque type of thing, you know, without the, you know, whatever, Illuminato, you know, without that junk. Um, they have, um, I went to, I went to some structure during the COVID and I'm like, I felt, I was talking to a couple other people that, that are psychic or have ability I said, you feel like you're being like, you know, prevented from doing or seeing and 99% yes. Some people are like, yeah, no, I still get readings, whatever. I'm like, no, nah, I'm feeling like I'm being blocked. So I made the concerted effort to see. And I said in my head, show me who or what is blocking. And I got to this. It was really weird. Try to explain it. Felt like it was in the desert someplace. There were mountains in the background. And there was this, uh, like, a structure. And picture a concrete, like, castle built in the middle of this desert. And it's thick walls. It's, you know, like rectangular. But every so many feet, like, every corner has a minaret. And it had it gets bigger. And on top, there seems to be, like, a tower with, like, an opening in it. Like a castle. That's why I said castle at the time. And it would go for a few feet and then another one. So it was only three of them. Boom, boom, boom. And this was on every side. In those holes where you can look through were these figures that looked like humans. I couldn't get their faces. They're all like this, you know, covered in like a shroud. And they were they were motionless, but they were like, they were definitely paying attention to who I was. And they know. They knew I was doing what I was doing, and I knew they were doing what they're doing, but I didn't know who they were. Now, getting back to my buddy, my buddy Al, he goes out and he meets this woman, and she's um, she's supposed to, she says he was doing therapy, you know, like leg therapy, he had knee surgery. That she's psychic, she'd love to join this group that we were in Bronxville Paranormal. So said, sure, this is her. So he calls me a couple of days later and he goes, she's blocking Cindy. That's our psychic in Arkansas. 
Cindy has to check her out. If she's good, then she can come with us. Cindy can't get to her. You're done. Out. See ya. So she's been blocking and blocking. He told her, don't block her. And she doesn't, you know, back off. So I said, I'm going into remote view. I'll find out what the hell's going on. And I, I said, I'm going to this person. That was my intention. And I did it. And I get into a room. I felt bad. She's standing in her bedroom and her bed's there. It's, it's a, um, like a brass bed with, you know, the posts coming up. She's standing in front of her mirror, full body mirror in her underwear. And not that I wanted to see that. And she sees me and she turns around and she sees me. So she, I'm like, she's like, who the hell are you? I said, listen, I'm Brian with Bronxville Paranormal Site. You can't block our psychic. She tries to throw up a wall or block, uh, excuse me, block me. I'm like, nope, don't do it. She got to a point where we were going back and forth, like her trying to stop me from saying anything or doing anything. I said, don't do it. Let Cindy read you. And then she ran out. So the next day he contacts her and she she's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. She's all frantic. And I and then, then I tell Al what, what happened. I'm like, I saw her. She was in her room. I appeared. That's where it was. Tried to block me. And Cindy, our psychic, confirmed. He goes, yep, he was there. He blocked her. She didn't want to do it. So she caught me. Um, but you can do a lot of things with remote viewing. It's not just um, not just finding location or car keys or, you know, what happened to that, you know, whatever you lost at the, uh, you know, Rolling Stones concert six years ago. Like, what happened to that? <laughs> you know, um, I do something where I can actually, um, anytime I try to help somebody, I try to heal them. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. Okay. Go. If you have a medical problem, go, go, go to a doctor. But, um, the psyche for our group, Cindy was having an issue medically. I said, listen, I'll, 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 if it's all right with you, I'm going to come remote view you and I'll do my healing thing that I do. But what I do is I look at you and I go through, I kind of scan you with my, my eyes and my mind. And then I try to figure, I, I try to send white golden light into your body through your nose, fill it all up. And then heal you, just can cover you with that white golden light. And I, I mentioned God. I'm a very God-fearing person. I don't follow a religion anymore. I'm spiritual. Um, I'm an ordained minister. We'll do that. Um, but so when I get to where she is, she's at her daughter's house, babysitting her granddaughter, who was three or four at the time. And when I come in, I come in. To the granddaughter's room, like and I'm stepping in, and I stepped in the in the crib, and she sits up and she's looking at, me. and I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> she's like, "The look, like who the hell are you?" <laughs> you know, not scared. I said, "Hi, I'm I'm friends with your, your your nana. I'm gonna go help nana. Is that okay? My name's Brian. I'm gonna go help her." And she's just looking at me. She goes, "Do me a." I said, "Do me a favor." You tell Nana tomorrow that Brian said hi. He was here. Okay? You tell her. Because I want validation. What I'm doing is I need that too. I have mile markers when I read too. So she kind of just looks at me dumbfounded like, I don't know who you are. Get out of my room type of thing. So I come out. And as I go into the hallway, that room, the baby's room, 
And on the opposite side, when you open the door, there's a hallway. There's that's where my Cindy was sleeping. So I go in and I start doing the whole, um, you know, filling her with white golden light. I have this blue oxygen goes in. It goes through your your veins and everything like that. And um, I engulf her in it. And I find out, I start scanning her and seeing where the hell the problem's coming from. And as I'm scanning, I start from the top and I start looking, asking, show me where the problem is. I see it. I saw blackness right over here on, on the neck. And I just knew. So the next day, um, she goes, you were here, weren't you? I said, well, did you see or feel me? She goes, no, my, ba- my grandbaby told me you were here. I said, cool. I said, um, let me ask. He goes, well, what, what's wrong? I said, let me ask you something. What's wrong with your neck? And she's like, what? I said, you have a thyroid problem. What's is the, Am I right? She goes, holy crap. I never told anybody. That's where your problem's coming from. Because I saw it. And she, she, you know, that's my Yoda. So it was great to help Yoda out for the one. (laughs) But yeah, she had, I mean, she had other issues with her back and I tried to heal that. And she said, even, I don't tell her sometimes. I just go in and try to heal her. She goes, you were here, weren't you? And I'm like, yep. She she knows she's connected. She's psychic. But we do, you know, we do that. But yeah, that's getting caught when you're going in there. And they will catch you. And there could be really bad repercussions. You know, so, for doing that. if they okay, so all of this is fascinating. Before we start to give this a shot, yeah, is there a possibility of physical damage? And, and how is this related to yeah. like astral projection? Is this kind of the same thing? It's kind of the same thing. I mean, you know, you'll get people at different. Well, no, astral projection is more. You know, it's all the same thing. So when you sleep at night, when everybody sleeps at night and you wake up from sleep, you have a something happen at night. We'll call it dreams for right now. And you're like, Michelle was there. And I think she was driving a car with four wheels, no, three wheels. And then this guy, Mike, came out. And I think there was pink in this. When you're like vague about like I had a dream, like, oh, you know, whatever. That's just a dream. Right. But if you go, you know. Nain Rouge was there. He he had a purple suit on with red pinstriping. Looked really, you know, like, you know, perfect. And then this this beautiful woman came in. Diane was there. Boom, boom, boom. And you describe all these things to the T. And we had to combine our efforts to stop something from happening. And we had to close this valve. And you remember every detail. You're not dreaming. You're having a, what we call I call an experience. There are dreams their experiences and the reason why you have it is when you lay at rest and you take all this crazy crap out of your life for hopefully eight hours your parents (laughs) four hours right um when you get to that 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 sleep your conscious connects to source you go up you get downloads some people will remember it some people won't if they want you to do something or they need your help with something, you'll have that experience. I've had experiences where you wake up and you're like, holy crap, I'm so tired. Why? You were up all night doing things. You know, it's the weirdest thing in the world. So, so, you know, just know that this is how it happens and everybody can do this. This is how you get to it. You just got to learn to, 
I always tell people, start meditating. Five minutes. You need it. You know, tell somebody, your boss, yeah, I'm going to the bathroom. Go in the stall, close your eyes, and just breathe into the nose, out through the mouth. And just focus, close your eyes, and then what will happen is you'll see a pin of light, little pin, and then maybe over time when you start focusing, it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you'll start really connecting. And you can do this if you have kids. I do this with my children all the time because they, they're wise acres. Keep it to red, orange, green, blue, uh, purple, violet. Roy, Roy G. Biv. When you're in the car with them, say, I'm thinking of a color. Now, my wise ass kids go, aquamarine. Like, no, no yeah. girls. <laughs> you know, um, or I try to, because I've seen this with my friend's mother. I don't know how he did it, but I think it's doable. Try talking to your children and, and you know, without using your mouth. And you'll be surprised how you can connect and move it. I've seen my friend, I'm at, I'm at his house, they were going out, and he's like, I told you I'll be back later. No, I know about that. His mother didn't say a word. She was facing the stove doing something. And I'm like, at the end of it, I'm like, I didn't smoke any weed prior to coming to your house, but were you talking with your mom? He goes, yeah, you know, I was talking to my mom. Your mom didn't say a word. They would just do it. It's automatic. Another thing you can do, you can play around with time. If going from point A to grandma's house or point B usually takes you 30 minutes, say in your head, I'm doing it in 20. I want to do it in 20 minutes. I want to do it in 20 minutes. I guarantee you a lot of times you'll do it in 20 minutes. And it's not because the traffic's lighter. You'll manipulate time to get there faster. This is all doable. It's all about concentrating on it. It really is cool. I'm still trying to remote view the lottery numbers. No luck. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's right. what I ask every psychic. I, I ask any psychic I, I, I meet, and I know a couple of really, really great psychics, legit, and then I've met some people that may not be psychic, but more psychotic, but whatever. Um, I always <laughs> ask them, um, what are the lottery numbers? And who are my guardian angels and why do they drink? And they all like, what? <laughs> yeah. So now what I can do in this, I can actually dictate where I'm going. I can see to every all my senses. I can touch things, feel things, smell it, taste it, um, experience it. And the experience part is sometimes you get so connected or intertwined with something that you start picking up some of the elements of it. And there are people that have gotten sick from doing this and going too far. You'll know when you're going too far, you'll be like, whoa. Yeah. yeah fascinating. Oh. All right. So what do we got to do here? Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready. Cause we've uh, talked now for an hour and 10 minutes and I'm just getting more and more excited about how to do this. And so we're not so, even taking a break. We're just, no, right there now. is no break you today. Do whatever you want. Yeah, you want to take, you know, you know, I we am are, brought, yeah. A total of, I mean, we don't have to do all of them. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, eight targets. Um, well, there's really nine targets, but I'm just, you know, I have eight. I don't think we're going to spend, you know, nine hours doing this. But 
I recommend you have a piece of paper and a pen. And I'm going to hold up a target. I'm just going to go in sequence because it's easier for me because it's how I put it down. <laughs> um, and I'm going to hold up an, ele uh, an envelope like this. This is the first target. There's a target in here. Okay. And you're going to, if you feel free to close your eyes and just think about what's in the target. Here's the important thing. Everything with remote viewing is there's nothing that's not important. Even if you think something is crazy, write it down. You may get start getting things like squiggly lines, right? Or or pyramids or hashtags, or you may, you know, draw a mountaintop, or you may say rainbow. You may write rainbow or you know, blue or pink, um, you know, something. You may say, um, it reminds me of skiing. Something reminds me of skiing or I smell something. Write it down because believe it or not, what you think, even if when you reveal it and you're like, well, this has nothing to do with what I'm doing. If, if I can see your picture, I can tell you that you're on target because you may be getting things from it. And and you may be pulling things in. Something may like, you know, like, mm, I smell chocolate. Why would I smell chocolate? Blah, 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 blah. There's a reason behind it. So if you want, we'll start with target one. Okay. One there, right there. I'm saving these envelopes so my wife doesn't kill me. <laughs> and we'll go, I'm looking at the clock. We'll go for a minute. Okay. I want you to focus on it. Think about it. And then you'll discuss it after a minute. All right, everybody out there, we are yes. focusing in on this here. We're going to focus in on this. I will I will keep the, the audio going. We're looking for, you're looking for what you feel. And some people close their eyes and feel it. Some people just keep them open and things just come to them. Um, it's really not... A, a difficult task, but once you start doing it and getting it done, it gets easier and easier. It's like lifting weights. You'll start with one weight and then you go to the next weight. Okay. And then you, know, you start with five pounds, you lift the weight, do it for two weeks. Then you go to 11, you know, you know, 20 pounds, then you go to 30 pounds. And when you exercise all these gifts and abilities you have, then you literally, um, enhance you it makes it easier right lifting five pounds if, if you can lift 50 pounds consistently five pounds is nothing so and we will stop for right now if you want to show your i'm not doing it because i put them in here we'll right okay so i'm gonna hold this so i'm looking at that so i actually came up with a red target a star a tree and a what started out as a box with an X through it, and then I thought of a roof, like something okay. with a roof. Keep okay. This is good. So I can reveal the target to you, right? Number one. And Michelle, did you do it? I drew a cloud, something with I a plain palms and sand. I think that's just because <laughs> where I would like to be. No, but this is 
you got to understand something here. Very important. Keep it and don't don't forget about this. We'll go through these really quickly. It'll be easier to do all of them, and you'll understand understand what well, I'm saying. So this just real quick, I do I do have something that I drew while you were talking before you even held up the target. Do you want to see that now? Oh, definitely, definitely. I got the word airplane hanger with an airplane sitting in it with the door open, the little That's folding doors with the airplane. And I drew and I wrote the word plane. You wrote the word plane. Oh. Uh, very uh-huh. interesting. It's in, well, I'm I'm going. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you know something after after this is all done. So this image that's in here is the same image that I can share on the screen, so I can actually present it to you. Okay, and you can add it to the. I will, throw I will it show there. you. It's the same image. Here he is. Oh, Tesla, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, I'm just gonna share Did he it. Fly a lot? <laughs> I don't know if he, well, he was dealing with a lot of things a lot, <laughs> so this way people can see it and then you know, in color, that was the first target. It's not adding for me, Brian. It's fine. It, this is what oh, there what we happens. go. Yeah, this is what happens when this technology. So don't be discouraged by what you saw. And I'll I'll explain this. Trust me, I will explain this to you very, very soon. Okay. And you'll go, oh, my God. Right? Okay. So let's move on to the next lovely target. We'll get rid of the screen. I'll stop sharing it. And this is target number two. All right. Target number two, everybody. Yep. And I'm counting the clock, and I'll start talking. Do not discredit, because I have these eight targets here. There's a reason for everything. And what you think you may have failed on, you may not have failed on. Because you're not only reading this target, but you're reading me because I picked these targets. And there were things that I, you know, I was looking at picking for the target. So we're getting close to the stop point. And you can see what's going on. about a couple more seconds and then we'll see what's in the target okay yes, Diane. so it's a person that is correct but i think he did do some th- certain things by an airfield but i'm not positive right off the bat i, mean, I don't want to stretch on that so on this target what did you guys get okay so I had a triangle or a pyramid, a pizza, and some type of a car or vehicle right there. A pizza, a car, car, vehicle. Sure. Yep. Interesting. Michelle, what'd you get? This is where the English teacher comes out of me and I start doing (laughs) like bubble maps. Um, I wrote down bridge, water, trees, bright lights, tall buildings, children. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, interesting. I'm going to, I swear to God, it's the same one that's in here, but it's it's easier to share it with you guys. Okay. I'm going to share it with you. 
and I shared it to the screen. There we go. And then that's it. Ooh. So you said bridge, water, trees, children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that inside Hogwarts? No. <laughs> it looks like it, 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 it. I wish it was. It's like a library for um, a library building and different type of architecture and woodworking for it. Okay. So, um, but this would be a very tall. Well, think about it. It is a tall building. It's an education. With the, believe it or not, your kids' comment may very well relate to the fact that this is there's kids here and there's an educated system in place. This is like the entrance to a library. But I know more than you, so I'll explain it to you, and we'll get we'll get, we'll continue to go on, and we'll do it. Target three. Straw Dog said he drew an open book with pages. With pages. Very well could it could be something here. Yeah. This okay. is number three. Number three. We're doing this quickly. Now when you were do this at continue to do it, focus on number three, the target three. When you do this, you wouldn't be blazing through. You know, you would want to take more time. Some of these targets, you know, they'll give you um, yes, Tesla did discover the black knight. Some of these uh targets. You know, you'll have more than, you know, an hour or 20 seconds, you know, like 30 seconds to do it. So you'll sit there and you'll you'll focus on it. You'll write your notes and then you go back to the target. Take a break for a second. Go back to the target and you get more detail. But all these notes are, are cumulative. And when you understand, when we go through the rest of these, you'll understand where your notes are playing and you're picking up on things. You, I, I I promise you that you're gonna know that pizza delivery driver. Nice. I'm getting hungry with that one. <laughs> um, this is gonna start answering a little bit more questions. You'll understand. I know these images, so you're reading the images. You're also reading me and the target. I'm trying to do it individually, but that's that. And we've got about 10 more seconds for people to write down. Okay. We'll get my target ready. All right. Okay. What did you get? Okay. So I came up with girl. There we go. Girl, smile, bottle. Girl, smile, bottle. Yep, and a smiling little face there. And I came up with fire, rocks, some sort of fur, birds, somewhere out in nature, trees, and music. Very, oh my God, this is so interesting. So I'll share it to, <laughs> let me share it to your thing first. And okay. then um, I'll, I'll bring it out of this too, but it's easier for me to share it. So I'm going to share it. And then I'll bring it out as well. This way you can see the bigger version of it. Now, go back to what you showed initially when you saw for the first one. Remember, I know these targets. Didn't you? You, you talked about some points and, and what you were describing. 
Yes, a square with an X that eventually had a point put on it. Trees, mm-hmm. star. Um, well, the star like, is in the other one, the library one. There's almost like an Islamic star in there. and there's, It's in the window. That's why you'd have to look it up. I'll send these to you so you can, you know, you can throw them up on the, on yeah. your, you know, YouTube or whatever. But you may start picking up on the tiniest little details. And then, you know, I picked a bunch of these targets because it makes it a little bit easier for everybody to go through it. It's, oh, trust me, it's not over your head. You just get, you just, it gets frustrating sometimes, but just sit there and focus. And if you have friends or family members, it's the same principle behind you're thinking about a best friend you haven't heard from in a while. And then the next thing you know, the best friend calls you or you meet Mm -hmm. them. It works the same way. When you send these ideas out into the ether, the conscious, you know, what you think, you know, I create what I say or I speak it and I create it. Same principle. That's why when you go through life and I've been through some real tough times where I got one, a, a really close friend, you got to stay positive. And I'm like, I'm drowning and you want me to stay positive. Okay. Trust me. I, I, I'm going to say it, stay positive. Positive gets positive, gets better life. You, you know? Yeah. Hogwarts. Very interesting. There it is. Hogwarts right there. So, is that Hogwarts? No, no, it's not. Oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> the castle. I believe in, um, I don't know if it's Romania. I don't know the name of the castle, but um, like Very I wouldn't cool. have given you all these targets. If we were really doing a session, it'd be like, boom, tell me yeah. what's, tell me what you're seeing. Right. Okay. Try this one. All right. So target number four. Four. Interesting. I know it's, it gets a it, Bavaria, yeah, very well. It gets frustrating. It really does. And you think like, oh, I'm not getting it. But I'll tell you a great story while we're doing this. Um, I have a friend who was in the military who knows actually the, uh, uh, knows a woman that he worked with in the military. She got sent to a base. And she was at a new base. And basically what happened was there's a part of the base that's restricted. And she went through the part of the base that was restricted and she's going through it and walking and she could have gotten a lot of trouble because she shouldn't have been there. It's all off limits. And she kept walking and then she went into like a hangar and she walked in and she met a military personnel that was there, MP military police. And, um, the guy goes, what are you doing here? This is restricted. And she said, for some reason, I was told to come here. He goes, he said, wait there. And guy went in and then a gentleman came out and it was Stubblebine, the general, men who talk to goats or kill goats. And he goes, you just passed the test. Let's go. You're assigned to me now. They sent <laughs> out meant a mental message to come there. That's where they're supposed to go. And whoever arose you know, decided to arrive there, they were connected. Get it? It's a, it's a good way of doing it. Ah, thank you, Nane. I'm thinking it was Bavaria. It had a very big Bavarian vibe to it. 
Um, unfortunately, I didn't look up the, the full location and information data. I was just going on imagery with art, you know, angles and stuff like that. So we're going to stop now. What did you get for this one? Okay, this one was weird. All right. Where, where is it? Where is it? Okay. So I got to be able to see it. I basically came up with Taiwan clouds, mountains, a rocket, and a nuclear explosion. You have no idea how much you're hitting on right now. I'll talk about that one. <laughs> I'll talk about that one after the exercise. If you like, we're getting close to 928, but I'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have something that involves like a squiggly line, the colors, orange and blue um, moon um, animals, specifically feline walking. And there's a boy. Okay. That's good. I'm going to, I'm going to still see the Hogwarts <laughs> thing. I'm gonna go. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I meant You're to good. present the, um, the, there it is. Okay. It's... And by the way, for those listening uh, to the show after the live, yeah. uh, we have not seen these photos. No, no, no. They, I, I, I don't play that game and I don't like, you know, so this is the photo. Ah, it is uh, a giant bell. It's a giant bell. Now, I'm not sure exactly where this bell is. It's like a, re a replica of the Liberty Bell. And I just happened to find it. Um, but, and you, someone said a crack at one point or a, a line of giant line. Yeah, like a squiggly line. A squiggly line. There you go. Right there. And the boy. And yeah, well, there's a boy. <laughs> The more you do this, the better you get. And this is something that's, <laughs> this is good to teach your children because, you know, tell them to study, but I know people that have cheated on tests because they can remote view it. Yeah. Hopefully everybody out there and uh, that's watching right now or listening is trying this as well. You want to give this it's a, shot. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of fun, and we'll go. Kind of scary too, though. Yeah, this it's is like, what are you tapping into? You know, it's kind of like the guess. Well, my favorite number. Everything number exists. You know, when you tap into things, and I'm going to stop sharing the screen to make your lives easier. Okay. Everything exists in this universe. When you speak something, you say something positive. Positive exists. When you say things negative, negative exists. That's like you have to be careful how you say things. Like when, you know, your kid's like, oh, I'll never do this. Don't say that. Just say, I'm going to do this. And somehow it works. And trust me, I've, I'm not one of these, you know, new age, you know, like everybody hug a tree type of thing. But positive affirmations make your day better. Something that, I mean, it's credible. My youngest daughter she does this naturally. We go someplace. She goes, oh, I love your nails. And someone, and I've seen someone, she does the men and women. And I've seen people being really pissed off. And they were like, oh, thank you. And they change their attitude. And they, it gets lighter. Be positive. Think positive. Even when like, you know, like, oh, God, the principal told me and blah, blah, blah. Say, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to make, I'm, you know, I'm fine through this. That's what you say. You know. 
whatever. Um, but it's it's an interesting topic. I like doing this because people can get involved in it and your audience can get involved in it. And everybody that I've done it with before um, seemed to like it. I, I limited it, but I'm going to make your life easier and we don't have to go through the other targets. I'll just reveal them and then we'll talk. So people don't okay. get free. So this is the last target. Let's see what you got. All right. So weird. Right. So basically what I uh, saw was 3.33, a time I wake up at a lot. I wrote the word alarm, fire, crash, wave with some squiggly wave lines, and then like three spirals. Let me see. And three spirals? Yeah. Very interesting. Michelle? I've got um a like a, a church or something religious, um, metal, flowers, girls or women involved, a star and a fence. Okay. Oh. Just so you know, this women are better initially at this than other uh, than men. Just saying. So I'm sharing it with you. There Here it is. we go. Now someone else look at your look at your design you did earlier. That's why I was like, oh my God. You were hitting on some things, right? Look at the box design with the crisscross and Yeah. You're you're you started to hit on things. What kind of building is that? That right there. I don't that... know. I want I know it's European. You know, it's probably one of those, like really uh, rich uh uh Nain Rouge. He got King Ludwig, Ludwig II of Bavaria. Maybe this is part of that. In, in, but um, I've I've seen things where people have asked me from stuff, and I'm like, I smell chocolate. That's what I, I started smelling like really good chocolate. And the target was in Germany, or but you know, or yeah, Bavaria. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And you think it's like, what the hell does chocolate have to do with what we're doing? you're connecting to it in multiple ways. So that's one of the other things. So I'm just going to present the other ones. I'll, I'll okay. stop presenting this. And this way, this way you don't have to, you know, kill yourself um, going through these things. Here was something interesting I wanted to share. All right. Let's there was, see. there's a fence. <laughs> see a fence. There's a fence. You yeah. got to look at it a little bit closer. I shared the, the, the next one, number six. I'm just waiting for it to upload. It's a little. Yeah. Here we it's, go. Yeah. Ah. I figured if we're talking paranormal, we might as well put the big guy. Patterson there. Bigfoot. That's right? a big girl, actually. Yeah. That's hey, Patterson. I said, and I said fur. You did say fur, didn't you? You said female, too. And I said female. Yep. Girl. Yep. Now, this is, you know, when we do this. I'm going to just share the um, other one. This was interesting, too, because let me see. We got that one, that one, that one. Let's go with seven. I'm okay. sharing one more. And people were saying colors and clouds. Orange and blue. And a circle, right? Yeah. Yep. And, that was, uh, uh, you got the circle and I got the colors. I had the clouds. So yep. one of my friends who's actually being interviewed, she's the probably the best psychic in the planet, in my opinion. Her name's Katie Turner. And I was talking to her before, like, like you know, whatever. And she goes, I'm getting, and she said butterflies. And you said butterflies. 
and saying colors and yeah. So and I drew a so, cloud. The first thing I drew was a cloud. Yes, you did. Um, that it, it's it's and the more you do this, you can practice with your kids. Everybody should be doing this. This is three plus three plus three equals nine. That is correct, Mike. Unless you talk to some accountant, <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna present the um, final the last one. one. Share the screen. All right. Um, the last one's very interesting, and there it is. Okay. Uh, oh, whoa. You're getting butterflies. You were getting children. You were getting, someone said a tower, right? Uh, tall building. I said fire. There you go. So that would be the flame, the clouds. And again, clouds again. See, yep. the, the thing is, when you we were doing this, I knew all of these images. What I really should do is tell my kids, go pick three images and nice images. Don't be nasty. <laughs> then I don't know it. And then, but what you're doing is you may not have been connecting directly with the image initially, but you may have been connecting with me, which connects to the image. Okay. Here's something that's interesting. I, I, I do a remote view every August 4th or, or 8th. I do zero to six, uh, 18 months. And I've seen in the last three, I've seen a war with China. Okay. Between the Americans, the Australians and the Indians versus China and China being obliterated. All because of Taiwan. And uh, what did you have up there? Yeah. My, uh, you had a conflict. My fourth drawing, yeah, was I got the word Taiwan clouds, mm -hmm. a rocket, a nuclear explosion, mountains, and the word mountains. Well, so I was talking to a couple other people about this, and I believe, and then very, 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 very soon, China is going to try to invade Taiwan. Taiwan, I believe, now has a um, the ability to launch a nuke, and we have abilities to launch the nuke, and it's it's not going to work in China's favor. Yeah, oh, we got a killer and, navy sitting out there. Yeah, and you know, I, I I salute all the men and women and and the animals, believe it or not, that that make up and the children and the family members that support these men and women that do for us, but um. I hope I, I'm so tired of conflicts and war. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. But there's been a lot of people feeling this like a big event's coming, a real big event, and it was supposed to be coming on the 18th. You know, it's a big date. Guess what day it is? <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> the 18th. Um, I don't want to check the news. <laughs> Taiwan is yes, Taiwan is Chinese, but Taiwan and Hong Kong have been basically free not part of the mm -hmm. ccp right and they do not want to be part of the ccp they don't want to be part of the communist government however the communists want them to and there's been a big contention <laughs> um, ever since the british who had control over the the areas for the most part uh, released it gave it back to china so it's a big problem and I will tell you, to begin with, 
the men and women in Taiwan and China before the, the, the sea event, we'll just call it. They were protesting. They all were holding American flags and they sang the United, uh, uh, the American anthem, national anthem. Because they know that how important freedom is. So yeah, I'm, I'm supporting their freedom. I'm supporting the freedom of, of, of anyone who wants to go against this type of, you know, communist China, you know, party. Not because, yeah. you know, it's just we're born and should live free. And when, you know, you're a free person, that is your unalienable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of health, happiness. What this country was kind of founded on. This is a God-given right. There's no questions involved. So that's why. Yes. Yep. Um, well said. I, I I do have a chat. I have a couple of channels. I have us on on YouTube. It's I got a bunch of them. So I have Sir. I think it's at Brian Bowden, but it may be at Sir Brian Bowden. Um, every Wednesday, I'm on a podcast called The Three Beards. It's eight p.m. Eastern. It goes to at least nine p.m. Um, every week, and um, I have the New York State UFO Project. Um, I'm the director of the New York State UFO Project, New York State Sasquatch Organization, the New York State um, uh, Dogman Project. I'm a, uh, the regional director for North American Dog Dogman Project. I'm doing a lot more on my own personal channel now. Um, I have some UFO videos. I did have some great encounters in December. There was one with my youngest daughter, a fleet of seven in Florida. And she's like, ooh, ooh, I saw my first UFO. I said, honey, you didn't see one. You saw seven. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, it was, and I, unfortunately, I videotaped with an iPhone. A lot of times when these things happen, you don't have a good, you know, I wish I had a Samsung for that because it would be better, better video, but I didn't. And then th that was December 10th that happened about 7 p.m. And then on December 29th, my youngest is having three friends over. And, you know, I'm outside on my patio and I wanted to get a, you know, a, a new drink. And as I got up, the same orange red craft was literally coming at us. It flew over my house. So I have a video of that and I'm calling, you know, Jordan, Jordan. And she comes out and she's like, they're back, you know, and her, one of her, <laughs> two of her friends were scared. And she goes, you know, they were like, how do you know the UFOs? And I got little props. It goes, that's my dad. He studies these things. That's, you know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but those are two great videos. Now I had to go back to New York for, I had oral surgery and a couple of weeks ago and I'm driving through Georgia. I'm talking to my friend on the phone and there is an 11 o'clock position at a, you know, at night at eight o'clock or something. There's a, a orangish light that looks just like that craft goes out, comes back in fades out he's back in then two of them come there's another one to the right of it if you're looking there's the right of it right the fade out fade in that does it three or four times and i'm telling them like oh my god there's this craft there then it fades out only the the center one comes back goes out comes back and now it's on the left so the center and the left fades out fades back three times the fourth time it comes up with one in the middle and it does this I'm going to date myself, Cylon Warrior. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Back and they had forth. The eye that, like the, the kick car. 
little kid car. And I have one of those dashboard cams and I'm like, yes, I've got this. This is mine. And I got back to the hotel and it just cycled over. Oh, yeah. It only did it. It does five minutes and then it recycles. Oh, I was so pissed. I got a great. Yeah. And when we were looking for houses in Florida two years ago, we drove. I know I'm not big on flying. Um, It was easier as COVID didn't cost them. And we got taken on the trip down. My wife doesn't know it. My two girls don't know it. But we have three hours of missing time in North Carolina. Oh, man. Now, I'm fine if you, well, I don't want to be abducted. I really don't. I have no need for that. Or if you're going to abduct me, at least let me know who my uh, alien children are and give me their tax ID. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get that kidding. deduction. <laughs> it says here you have three Venetian children. Yes, I right. do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Hey, it's Take your truth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred dollars a year, you know, yeah. per child. Um, yeah. The next, I, that pissed me off. You can abduct me. You can abduct my wife. You know, we're adults. We we'll, we'll do. It. Don't mess with my kids. Right. But yeah, we're missing three hours. We can talk. Well, there's some people that'll say that. Your children gave them permission to abduct them, even though no. they don't remember it before they were born. No, that, that's don't like that, that idea. No, nah, nope, I'm not buying that one. Yeah. Well, it just so happens um, I'm not an RH negative guy. So if you tell me, oh, I have an RH negative, it's not a big deal. The RH is not the factor. And I'm not the only one. There was a couple other good investigators, one of which was Butch Wostowski who was on right uh, okay that one right there yep she's rh negative I'm rh negative yeah it's not what well, it's your blood type that's more important a negative yeah uh, i'm a positive <laughs> well the rarer I'm it is the more one important in the group it. though <laughs> so i did the blood typing for all of us in the house it was COVID. We were bored. What am I going to do? Right. You know? And um, we're all O. Two are negative. Two are positive. And I think that's kind of like weird. That O and O. It's it's just bizarre. Um, but it's not the negative. You know, it's like O positive. There you go, name. Um, o is super rare. A as well. You, you know, I mean. If you're abducted, eventually your kids will be abducted, their kids will be abducted, and so on. And I can guarantee that your family members, some of your family members were abducted on one side or another. And you don't, don't regress yourself. If you sleep well right now, don't regress yourself because I it'll. I don't sleep well. <laughs> I don't sleep well. I have two I daughters. Wish I, did. I never sleep well. Um, one of them scared the hell out of me last night. I went to bed and I'm like, what are you doing here? right in your face and you're like what the hell is this yeah but um if you sleep well and like not not no nightmares no none of that stuff and you had missing time don't don't regress yourself because once you regress yourself and you revealed you cannot put that back in a box you can't get hypnotized to put it back in the box they did that purposely for you because 
you're not ready to handle it. When you become ready over time and you're like, okay, I get it now. And they give you downloads, they give you information, you know, then you'll be like, you'll remember bits and pieces of it. And some people get ready. Some people will never be ready. They can never handle this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian, I knew this was going to be an awesome show tonight in well, our I first foray you. into remote viewing and learning about it and getting your history. This has been fantastic. I was going to say, I, I it, it definitely seems like those who joined us tonight with the live enjoyed this. I know I did. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it, it's fun to do. I'm sorry. It was a little bit like a couple of them and it, it, it takes, you know, but try it. Another thing, if you want to practice this, it's the same thing. It's foreseeing whatever. Take a deck of cards when you're bored. Flip them, flip them, flip them. Somebody loses something, think about it. Like, stop and focus on it. And the more you use this, the more, you know, you'll get it. And it'll be getting better and better and better. I mean, you know, having kids and stuff, you know they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't isn't in that, there. Yes, you were. Isn't that the truth? The yeah. the age old comment: if their lips are moving, they're lying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love them to death, but you know, it's really interesting. My youngest, both of them have abilities. The eldest ignores them because she has a boyfriend now, and at sixteen, that boyfriend needs to be at this house twenty four seven. He's a great kid, and she's nice. Hi, daddy. You know, like. Who are you and what have you done with my 16 year old? Exactly. My youngest, who's 12, um, she's my buddy. I, I raised her, as I say, from a pup. And um, and but she's really, really, she's told me, I'll leave you with one thing. We're in the car, my grandmother's house. She's never met my grandmother. I didn't even talk to her about it. She's about four years old, four to five. She has to have a nap. I'm frustrated because my grandma's house is being sold, you know, whatever. So I'm sitting there. After about 30 minutes, she, she says to me, you know, before I came here, I was with your grandmother. I said, oh, really? Because, yes, she's a really nice lady. I said, yes, she's wonderful. Five, four to five years old. And she goes, yeah, but she does this annoying thing with her mouth. I'm like, oh, she does? Like what? She goes, <laughs> and my jaw goes, my grandmother, who was more of a mother to me than my mother, used to hum. And I go, grandma. Please stop that. That's so annoying. How is this four or five-year-old knowing that my grandmother does it? She knows because she's with my grandmother before she came here. And she knows, she sees things, which sucks because it's going to cost me a ton of money in psychology bills. Yeah, because everybody will tell her she's crazy. So Thank you, Mark Eddy. I'll see you on the three beards too. Mark is yep. awesome. He's a great guy. Um, yeah, I thanks really for appreciate everybody us. here. Um, and uh, I'm working on my website. I just have other priorities right now that I'm dealing yeah. with. Um, but I well, appreciate you guys. And um, we're going to have you. you back. Yeah, we got to, we're going to get you set up and have you back. And <laughs> you got it anytime we, you want. Yeah. Well, we will hit you up here. And uh, that's my maybe... behind the New York State UFO project poster. Okay. <laughs> Yep. So everybody, if you want to find this channel, just Google the name. I mean, come on, you guys yeah, know how to do this. Do that. If you have questions and you want to ask me a question, 
go on Facebook. I'm Brian M. Bowden. Please tell me you saw me on this this program and give them some props. So and also give me some context. Don't come up to me like my wife did. How'd you know that? I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> what? How'd you right. know that? Like, no, she had MS. If I told you, you wouldn't believe me. No, and then I'll ask you. I mean, like, I'm really open and I appreciate all of you. Um, and keep trying. It's fun. Especially when you you take your abilities and you know who's bullshitting you. Who is it? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much, Brian. We will be in touch. We'll get you back on here. There's so much more I want to ask you about, like sure. Parsons and Crowley and some of that darker side of stuff. And yeah. I just I've got so much, dude. Not a problem. So and just so you know, the sir in my name is legit. I am a Knights Templar. I told well, you know that. Yeah, um, that's it. I, I noticed that. I was going to ask you about that, yeah. but the remote viewing stuff has gotten so great. But no uh, that is a, isn't that a sect of the Masonic? No, 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 no. Uh, Crowley was very interesting. He was sick in the head, but he was very interesting. There's a lot I'm of. I'm talking stuff. about the Templar. Oh, no, the Templars. It's, yeah. There's our mace. Okay. So it's a legitimate organization called Knights Templar. These are the ones that went looking for the Grail, defending the faith. And they got burnt at the stake. That's why we Friday the 13th is bad, by the way. Right. That's when they were persecuted. Um, yes, it is. But I take, that's more of, um, it's all like, like really, really Christian and whatever. And they wear chapeaus. And I'm like, I'm not that. I'm defending truth, you know, good, what's right. I don't need to pretend, you know, that's that's how I do my my thing. I'm more like on the other side of the, the coin. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. It's weird. All right. I still could run for president because technically the queen didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, it's been great having you on and uh, thank, you. thank you for joining us and have Pleasure. a good night. You got it. Be well, everybody. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. All right. Hey, everybody, just before everybody goes, want to do a quick shout out to our new member, that we had join us tonight and that was Kelly Lewis. So Kelly, thank you for being awesome. Diane has joined up for uh, being a member now for five months. Thank you for joining the pit crew. And Diane, thank you for the donation tonight. Absolutely. And uh, we also had a new member join that was not on tonight with us. So, um, but that person's name was Mecca. I think it's Mikey. So all the names get shown in the outro video. So everybody, thank you for joining us tonight. Now, next Sunday. Now, this is weird that we had Brian on talking about disclosure has already happened. But next Sunday, <coughs> our guest for, I think, his third appearance on here is Stephen Bassett. So Stephen Bassett will be on. He is a UFO, UAP political activist. You guys know him. You've seen him everywhere. He's talked everywhere. He's been fighting for disclosure for a long time. So he's going to come on and talk to us about the importance of the UAP hearings that are supposed to be happening shortly. So make sure you guys join us next Sunday, 8 p.m., same channel same everything for Stephen Bassett. So Michelle, 
is there anything else we got to cover tonight? I I think we need to run a poll. Who did a better job with uh, the viewing you or I? Oh, you did. You did. But I think I was reading more from Brian than those pictures, which is interesting. I was staring hard at those envelopes. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. All of you, once again, for coming on the Super Chats, the new members. We love seeing you guys. You guys are awesome. And we're going to go ahead and get out of here. So, all right, everybody. You guys know the deal. Right, Michelle? Keep your eyes to the sky. Yes. Keep your eyes to that sky. And we'll see you (laughs) later. Next Sunday, 8 o'clock.